0: hey Senda. hey phil do you want to talk about having too good of a time at your game
1: oh man but like yeah like too good of a time Well like good. too good of a time
0: cue music And welcome to another fine episode of Pandas Talking Games. I'm one of your hosts, Phil.
1: And I am your other host, Senda. And before we get into the topic for today, uh, the first thing we have to do is actually put a content warning at the top of this episode. Um, We are going to talk about, uh, in very loose terms, substance abuse, right? Um, That's not the only part of this topic but it is a big part of this topic so if you uh if you need to exit this train please feel free um this is your opportunity
0: we'll meet you Uh, at the bamboo lounge
1: we'll meet you at the bamboo lounge it's fine um, we'll see you there. Take, you know, you can take a taxi or something instead of the train. I don't know where we got the train metaphor from, but I'm going to roll with it today. Um, all right. So today's question come to us from uh, Nissa on email who asked, I wanted to ask about having an adult beverage or consumable at the table. I am an abstainer, but I don't mind if people drink around me until they start to forget what they are doing. How should you deal with a player who may indulge too much or if the GM starts to lose function? fun story. I had two DMs that drank too much. One forgot the end of the game and another started to question every time my character used an ability. I stopped playing with them, but I could have done it better. I guess besides leaving, if you like the game when they're just having a little too much, how do you suggest um, asking them to slow down?
0: Yeah. So we're going to come at this. Um, we're actually going to expand this topic just a little because um, there's a little more meat on the bone for this. So we're absolutely going to address Ness's uh, question. We're going to expand that to not be just alcohol, but really just include any other substances um, as both you and I are in states that um, allow um, the consumption of marijuana. Um, And then we can, you know, this topic even extends beyond that to um, illegal substances, um, however you get them. No judgment on using your substances. Um, We're, you know, hopefully all adults here. If you're not an adult, then yes, judgment on using substances. Wait till you're an adult. But (laughs) beyond that, beyond that, to be clear, um, our stance on this is that we are not anti-drug, anti-alcohol at all, but we are going to address this as when those things start to impact the game you're playing. And then we're going to just tack on to that non-substance-related distractions like that, such as silliness, um, excessive table chatter, like when a table's out of control, that kind of thing. Um, they all manifest about the same, um, even though they come from kind of different origins. So we thought we would just kind of address um, the core of it being... When substances kind of overtake the table. But on the side, we're going to talk about silliness, chatter, non-substance induced kind of things. Game distractions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in other words, what to do when other fun activities start to interfere with the game?
1: Yes. Um, I feel like at this point, yes, we should insert a quick disclaimer here, which is that we are not professionals in like (laughs) managing people who might have a substance issue of any kind. Um, so we are,
0: we are also not, while we are not experts nor trained, um, I think it is fair to say from real life, we are also experienced in this. Um, having having
1: it, experienced people in our lives to whom this applies. Yes.
0: Coming from a family of alcoholics. Mm-hmm. I have been at many a function, large and small, um, where, uh, drinking and other substance abuse have gone too far, um, and have had to um, navigate my way through those things. And I'm not saying that as a flex. I'm saying that as like literally, I have been in, I have seen some shit, um, good and bad, when um, the liquor flows too much.
1: Hmm. It's a, it's just a thing, right? Um, cool. So, what do we mean by? Um, where we're specifically addressing this, which is what do we mean by interfere with the game, right? Um, So this is the point at which there is an impact to the focus of the game and your actual progress through the story. So this is like when the GM doesn't remember what's going on anymore. Um, That's the problem, right? Um, So here's, we're going to actually just ping pong really fast through a list of specific examples. Um, The first of which is no one is paying attention anymore, right? And that can apply whether this is a substance issue or if everybody just kind of lost it tonight. And, I mean, you might address that differently in the social situation, right? But, like, it happens, right? Mm -hmm. No one is playing the game anymore.
0: Yeah. Uh, The next one is forgetting rules. And we're not talking about, like, oh, I can't remember what the rule for swimming in armor is. But we're talking about, like, being so inebriated that, like, you forget how to make your attack roll. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you've now, like, majorly impacted the game because, like, the simplest of things um, you are now uh, impaired and no longer able to do um, with the ease that you do it when you're sober.
1: Yes. Yep. Um, Disruptions at the table. So um, this can come in the form of... Outbursts, Or it could just be like, you know, now things are getting tipped over, falling over, spilled drinks, etc. He falls like,
0: off a chair.
1: Fall off a chair, tip something over, furniture, you know, disruptions. Exactly. Yes.
0: Um, the next one is bad or ridiculous character actions. Um, you've had a few in you um, and you just start, you know, deciding to do things with your character that are clearly not in Um, the best interest of the character and or the party. Um, It is its own form of disruption, of course, but it's, you know, you just, you're doing it within the game. Um, You're just, you know, I'm going to attack the king with a sword.
1: And then the last one, and, you know, the most egregious one is when it becomes uh, an issue of safety, right? So at this point, we're actually talking about endangering the safety of yourself or others at the table, whether that's, again, back to furniture falling over Or in whatever, you know, form that takes, it could be emotional, it could be physical, et cetera, right?
0: Um, It it could be somebody starting to hit on somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, It could be somebody picking a fight. It could be somebody um, who is now um, dangerously inebriated, um, you know, like near medical intervention inebriated, that kind of thing.
1: All of those things, right? Safety issues.
0: Yep. Okay. So overall, everything that we're talking about here. Um, for today, falls under the umbrella of tone. And this is where I think we need to, um, where we're going to be, we're going to try to clear up our stance on this um, before we get into some tips. So what we're, what we're really the crux of what we're talking about here, the crux of um, Nissa's issue is what is the tone of the group and the tone of the game? So is this a serious and dramatic game? Is this a lighthearted game? Is this a, quote, beer and pretzels game with an emphasis apparently on beer? On the beer. Less on the pretzels. Um, Is it supposed to be comedic, etc.? And the reason we're the reason we ask this, right? The reason why we say this is a tonal thing is that it is we are perfectly fine um, and I'll, and I'll just state this cause I mean, I don't need to, but I'll just state my own um, uh, place on this. Um, I actually don't drink very much, right? I rarely have a drink once in a blue moon. I have a drink. I don't think I've been inebriated in at least a decade. Um, I'm just not a big, I'm just not a big drinker. I don't really have a problem with it. I also just think I have a genetic disposition to overdoing things. So I try to avoid um, substances, but I also don't like the out of control feeling. I don't really have a problem if anyone wants to drink or anything like that, it's totally fine. If you want to have a game where one of the table, like one of the social contracts thing is like, Hey, we all get stoned and then play D and D like rock cool. on. Like, yeah, <laughs> right. Like we're talking about make, you know, we're talking about consent, right? So if everybody's like, yeah, that's our social contract. Like we all smoke up and then like we hit the table and play a couple hours of, you know, of D and D or whatever, like, cool or cool you know hey we like to have cocktails like we like to make you know all sorts of different cocktails as our social activity before we hit the table and it means that like a number of us sometimes hit the table a little buzzed also okay when is it not okay
1: yeah it's not okay when it's not a shared (laughs) experience right and actually like um, and I, I'll just add in for my part here. It's really funny. The only time I practically like, except for really fancy dinners that I ever drink is at the game table because um, we uh, we have a player who usually brings delicious beers, delicious ones, my favorite ones. Um, and so he always brings something. I always end up having a beer at the game table once every two weeks, <laughs> but I only have one. Um, and, you know, there's sort of, um, a management of indulgence expectations, in that we all are present for the purpose of playing the game, so we want to remain in a state that we can continue to play the game. We've played other times, like all day birthday party kind of stuff, that it got a little wilder. But like again, it's a, it's a, it's a, all based on the expectations. So um, let's actually just take. We're gonna like take a look at three places. Um, yes, we're actually gonna pause for a se- no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah we're gonna phil, pause for a second phil
1: is throwing hand signs like a i want at a to baseball game.
0: <laughs> i want to jump sure. in because before yes. we move on to the three places where we can address things i want to um i want to get back to this idea of um shared um expectations and consent sure yes so for instance um when you um when you have everyone on the same page yeah, we all know that like we're gonna you know we're all, we all know that we're gonna like you know eat these edibles and then go play the game um we have one set of expectations right and yes. and then we're all going into the game with that understanding um but if we don't have that shared set of expectations for any number of reasons right we never talked about it um we, we never did it before. And somebody showed up to the game with edibles that night. Um, yeah. uh, we in, We introduced a new player to the game and that player showed up with, you know, like a bottle of makers, like whatever. Right. Yeah. Anytime we have a mismanaged set of expectations and by mismanaged, we mean some people in the group. Have one expectation, and other people in the group have another expectation. That's where this starts to become a table problem. Yes. Right, yep. and this is, and and I'm inferring from, I'm inferring from Nissa's initial question that um, there's a mismanaged set of expectations, and it probably, and again, I'm just going to read into it. It sounds like Nissa was like, "It's fine if people have a drink or two at the table, right?" but it's not fine when the gm can't figure out the end of the story because they're so wasted. Yeah. So but to the gm that apparently didn't seem to be a problem. Right. And that's the yeah. mismanagement <laughs> of expectations. And that's where um that's where our problems arise, right? Because honestly, I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to use the Barney Stinson, right? 80% of all um role playing problems wind up being a mismanagement of expectations in some form and as we're about to find out the cure for mismanaged expectations is always the same thing
1: it's communication always, it's communication. always always yeah but so um and and to be clear what we're talking about is um the gm approached that table with an expectation that um that the game mattered less than the like social time and the alcohol, right? And um, and that that is a distinctly different expectation. If your expectation is to go to the game with a priority for the game, right?
0: Yep, yeah, absolutely. If
1: the purpose of you showing up that night is the game, and then hanging out in social time, um, or social plus game, and obviously without alcohol in Nissa's case, um, so like it's a there's a, a distinct you know difference of priority of how that evening's going to go.
0: Right, and neither one of those. Neither one of those priorities is wrong. Yeah. But neither, but both but of those priorities can't stop. <laughs> yes. They are <laughs> mutually exclusive. One yes. of those priorities has to be everyone's priorities. Otherwise, we're mismatched.
1: Yes. And like I've listened to Crit Juice. I like that show. That is a show where like they sit down and the expectation is that by the end of the session they're all going to be so smashed they can't drive home. Um Like, there are a couple of times I was concerned for some of them as a listener, but like, that was where they were going, and they mechanized doing shots, right? Like, but that is an expectation for that table. I personally couldn't play at that table because I would probably die. And when I say I would die, I mean that in a literal like alcohol poisoning sense, like I could not play that game.
0: I'm 50, I can't <laughs> recover from something like that. Like that's I like I would a, die. That's like I 3 days. That's 3 days of recovery. <laughs> I by body die. mass by body mass I think I could consume those shots, but that's like 3 days of recovery and well, I'm just not going to be there.
1: Yeah. I would die. I'd be in the emergency room. (laughs) Anyway, what we're going to do from here, where we were starting to go and where we are now going to continue to go is that we're going to take a look at three places where we can address the issue of overindulgence and or like tonally for if it's a game tonal issue or paying attention or or game priority issue. Um, So the first one, um, I will just jump in and and then I think we'll just maybe switch back and forth. We'll see something like that. Um, So the first the first moment where you can address this is before the game actually starts when the group is forming or like as you're discussing how the game is going to work, right? So at this stage, this is basically your session zero. I mean, it is, it can be part of your session zero or it can be part of like group formation before you even pick a game, right? Um, But this is where you can codify formally or informally as a social contract what kind of game do we expect this to be? And that's a conversation that, you know, would cover both like silliness level, like how serious are we going to be? Um, how dramatic are we going to be? Is this a light, you know, is this a light game thing? Or is this an intense game thing where we're planning on playing, you know, like red carnations in a black grave every every other week or whatever, you know, like what, what kind of tone are we talking about for the group in general? And as part of that, um, do we have concerns about, um, you know adult beverages or other substances and um, if so how do we want to manage those at the table and um, basically like is there a is there a limit is there or are we just literally discussing the expectation that you must still be able to participate in the game or even potentially creating a way to say to someone in the game like hey it's a little bit too far like maybe now is the time to stop because you if you set something up like that in advance it might be more successful later.
0: I mean, you are always better um, setting these things up front, right? If you can address the issue here at group formation, yeah, uh, the next two probably won't happen, and if they do happen, um, and we'll talk about them in a minute, you'll be able to fall back on this moment, yeah. And so it seems like, so maybe it seems like, awkward to talk about, you know, like, drinking and using substances at the table. But you are better off at this point bringing it up. Um, If you know the people you are playing with, then you know whether or not you need to have this conversation. And if you don't know the people you're playing with, you probably absolutely want to have this conversation. Because if they know each other, or if you don't talk about it, they're going to start going on their assumptions. So if I'm sitting down with my group right? My group is not a bunch, like they are not, um, they're not really drinkers. There's like one or two people who, you know, have a little drink or whatever. I probably don't have this discussion. In fact, I haven't had this discussion at my table. But if I was meeting a new group of people, right, I I would have this discussion. I would be like, hey, I'm just curious. Like, I I don't really have a thing against alcohol or anything, but like, are we drinking at the table, not drinking at the table? And if we are, like, is it you know one or two or whatever like what's the like what do you guys normally do or if we've never been a group before what should we as a group uh do
1: yeah and that's what I what I was really going to say is like especially when you're at the new group formation phase it's a great time. And you can even, for Nyssa in particular, like you can even use your past experiences to be like, hey, this is a new group to me. I just totally smacked my mic with my hand, hands on my head. Um, hey, this is a new group to me. And I've had problems enjoying games in the past because XYZ happened. So I just want to find out what the expectations are or find out if we can set some expectations about how we manage that at this particular table at this particular group right like it's actually great to have stories about it as like an easy segue you don't have to use that if you don't want to and you don't have to tell that story if you don't want to um but you know it's one way to approach having that conversation because then it's really easy for people to be like, oh, my gosh, that happened. Like, no, that's totally not how we play or be like, and oh, I, and yeah, the other we reason you want, might want to bring this up, up is maybe that is some people right?
0: <laughs> may um, have issues with substances. Right. So you're forming this new group. You don't know if somebody else at this table is uh, re- is recovering and somebody else likes to have a good time. You probably don't yeah. want that to mix at the table. Right. So maybe the person who's recovering is like, actually, I would prefer if we didn't have any drinks at the table.
1: Yeah. Because it
0: represents too much of a temptation. Right. So, again, this is just and these are like lines and and veils things like, you know, I mean, this gets into a further thing about talking about if it happens in the game. But social contract wise, this is a discussion of, you know, are we okay with this? And it may not be okay because of what somebody is going through their background or whatever. exactly and that's absolutely fine right that's one of the reasons this is the best place to set this expectation yep yes
1: to have the conversation but it also there's so there's one other thing about this which is if you have this conversation at this point and there is pushback against either creating um like a social contract about it or about someone having um, a reason that they don't, you know, that they want it to be completely clean while someone else doesn't. If there is pushback at this point, that's a big old red flag to just consider if that particular situation is going to work for you as an individual or not. Um, and that's just, and that I mean that that works in all directions, right? Um, but it's, it's just one of those, like if you, um, don't come to an agreement or the agreement is like feels forced or not entirely consensual or whatever, like those are just things to consider before maybe jumping into a game with that particular set of people, right? It might be worth reconsidering. And that could be just um, leaving this the group. makeup just to make sure that everybody's aligned.
0: It could just be not having a particular person in the group or it might if the be. whole group is, you know, gives you pushback might be like, this is not the group for me.
1: Basically, if you can end at this particular point, then there's you haven't lost anything, right? Because you didn't actually start playing a game. Um, you just kind of started doing the introductions and, like, having the conversation. Um, so there isn't really anything you have to fix. But, like, you're like, okay, cool. Maybe th- this, you know, we fix the group or you find a different group or, you know, whatever makes the most sense in this particular instance.
0: Perfect. Yeah. All right, the second situation is a bit trickier. The second one is during the session. So, however it's happened, things have gotten out of hand in the middle of the session. So, we're going to we'll talk about this um in two parallels, right? Let's talk about it from the substance side and then we'll talk about it from the silliness side because um They are a little different in how you deal with them. So from the substance side, things have now gotten out of hand. Somebody is somebody or some buddies are um, highly impaired at this point. It's impaired enough that it's now become a disruption at the table. This is not a good time to address the people part of this, right? It's not a good time to address, um, Who's drunk, who's not drunk, you drank too much, those kinds of things, um, because you're dealing with people who are not regulated right now, right? They are dysregulated because of how much they've had to drink. So the best thing to do is to get the game like ended, right? End the game wherever you are, um, end it, you know, wherever the best break point is. Um, finish a turn, finish a round, whatever it is, mark down where the game like ended so that you can pick it up next session if you choose to come back next session. But mark it down and basically steer everybody out of the role-playing game and into another activity, right? This could be a good time to go play some Mario Kart because um, drunk Mario Kart's actually pretty fun. Um, break out, break out your copy of Tempura, right? Tempura is a game that I actually think is even better when you are drunk, um, it's from experience. Pretty great.
1: Um,
0: it's a, it's a fun game when you've had a few drinks, um, uh, put on the TV, let people chill, right? Um, that kind of thing. Now, those things you should do only if you're feeling safe, right? So if yes. you're just, if you're with your friends and These are people, you know, trust, care for that kind of thing. And they've just had a little too much and it's gotten, you know, a little out of hand. Perfect time to kind of switch into Mario Kart Um, and just be like, hey, let me go fire up Mario Kart and like just pile on the couch. Like, let's go play some Mario Kart. And, you know, we'll finish off the evening.
1: Here's a glass of water.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hand out your water. Right. Drink up your water. Like, let's play some Mario Kart. We're going to get a little silly here. It's fine. Okay, If you're not feeling safe. Right. You don't really know these people. Somebody's not a good drunk um, and has gotten, you know, belligerent, um, or if you're in my family, drinking leads to talking about politics and or religion, which is absolutely my open door policy for my family as when I will depart from any conversation, um, leave, just hit an Uber, call a friend, whatever, just get up, get out. Um, if it happens in your place, um, it's a little trickier, right? Like now, like call an Uber and load them up into cars and get them out. Um, do whatever you need to do to be safe. Um, don't hang around with people that are not regulated if you don't feel safe with them. Um, that is true, whether they are family, friends, casual acquaintances, um, If you're not feeling safe, get yourself out of the situation. Deal with it later. If you are feeling safe, just divert them into something where being inebriated isn't really a big problem. Yeah. Do you want to say anything else about the substance part before I do the silliness part?
1: No, I think jump into the silliness part.
0: Okay. So if you're in the middle of the game and it's now gotten too silly, too distracted, too disrupted, um, the same rule applies. Like you could ask everybody, like hey can we like ratchet it down and like you know keep playing but you know then another round of you know jokes or giggles start and stuff like that I've absolutely had this happen right the same rules apply you can end the game and just move to doing something else like there are some nights when a group is dialed in and they're good for playing and there are other nights where like you don't got it like Like it's all the distractions are kind of taking over the table and it's frustrating. If you're the GM and the players are kind of out of hand, it's frustrating. If you're a player and the GM and or the players are getting out of hand, it's frustrating because you can't get the game going anywhere.
1: Yeah. So and, don't and you, you as an individual in those circumstances can't necessarily force the focus and uh, concentration of everyone else at the table. And like, yeah. so it just, you know, it's, it is what it is. I mean,
0: <laughs> even if you get them calmed down one, somebody says one wrong thing and then, you know, another outburst of laughter and the sillies start. So sometimes you just got to call it right. <laughs> the- and just be like, I will refer to the beefness episode as yes, a case where we almost, yes, <laughs> we
1: almost lost it. it was we almost so lost close. an
0: episode. Um,
1: oh boy.
0: Because of a joke.
1: That was my fault. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, it was funny joke, right?
0: Um, but it is, there is a time where you just call it and you say, Hey, let's not worry about it. Apparently tonight is not the night that we're going to confront Baron Von badass. Let's wait till the next um, uh, session. Now, I'm not saying you can't feel unsafe when your friends get a little rowdy without alcohol. Again, if you're feeling unsafe, do what you got to do to get yourself out and be safe. But in most cases, if your table has just devolved into silliness, um, a lot of times just switching context and doing something else or even just sitting around socializing might be what the night needs. Yeah. Right. Like just, you know, move from the table, hit the couches sit around joking or play a light game, play something like snake oil, um, you know, where you're, you know, where it's meant to be funny and kind of, um, it's meant to be funny and you can be kind of outrageous. I don't yeah. Know if like played-
1: I haven't played snake oil, but my favorite for that right now is, I mean, a lot of party games do this, right. But my favorite for that right now is called random notes.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Delightfully which is just
1: funny. great, right? Like it's, it's, it's like you get prompts and you have to. Um, address the prompts with your specific limited uh, supply of of fridge magnet poetry words, right? I love it. Um, Which is, it's really brilliant. So, but it's also meant to be funny, right? And so it works into that kind of state of mind a little better.
0: Our other um, solution for this when we get too silly is we fire up the Chromecast uh, and everybody hits YouTube and finds like their favorite comedic clips. uh, And we just load them into a queue and start watching them and laugh about them. Just, I mean, know,
1: that also where I would just watch Game Changer at this point because all my clips would be from Game Changer.
0: I, I mean, you know, I throw like throw some college humor. Bob oh. you know, Bob's got a pretty good array of stand-up comics, so we just start throwing them into throwing clips them in. and watching.
1: Yeah, just right. like it would just be like Brendan Lee Mulligan makes funny sounds for like 30 minutes.
0: <laughs> I I have like a handful of um, Brendan Lee Mulligan favorite um, college humor bits that um, I slay me every time. In fact, I'm going to probably watch at least one of them because we've talked about it twice now this morning.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the Tumblr CEO one. Anyway, moving right along.
0: Wait, wait, before we get to three, let me just, let me me wrap up two by saying this. It's not, during the session is really not the time to address the problem. You're going to talk, we're going to talk about that in just a moment. During the session is really a time to um, switch context Make sure you're safe. and if, you know, if you're safe, then make sure everyone else is safe. Um, and just finish off the night. It when you're dysregulated, whether you're being too silly, unfocused, or you're inebriated, is not the time to fix or address problems. It like just off ramp what's happening here,
1: yeah, yep, which cool. brings
0: us to number three
1: brings us to number three, which is, After the game, and when we say after the game, we don't mean like, okay, now we're done playing. Let's have this conversation. If someone is inebriated, they're obviously still inebriated. We're talking about um, whether you stopped the game and moved on or whether you kind of powered through, whatever it is. We're talking about between sessions when you are not actually actively at a play situation and everybody is regulated again. Excuse me. That's the goal. The goal is to have this conversation when people are in a place where they can self-regulate. Um, so now is a better time to start a discussion about what happened and, um, your feelings about it, which, um, if you're having a conversation about it are probably, um, you know, have to do with the mismatched expectations of the group. Um, so what we're looking for in that conversation is a way to make a change or align, realign those expectations that were misaligned, right? So adjusting um, or finding the compromise point um, to, to reset that and have the shared expectations again so that you don't end up with mismatched expectations in another session, right? So you can you can do this in a number of ways. you could set some limits um, you could just have a conversation about uh, what you want to prioritize or that it frustrates you when you don't actually get to play the game that you've been looking forward to um, or you know if you had a rough week and you need to be able to have a cold beer or whatever um, so this is this is that point at which through rediscussion and basically negotiation, um, the goal is to find an endpoint that works for everybody, and to go into it not not in a way where it's like you must do it my exact way or everything is terrible, um, but to literally to negotiate, not by walking in and saying this is what must happen, but by walking in and saying this is what I need for me. This is a, a uh, this is the problem, and not necessarily walking in saying I must have this solution, right? Um, you can come to a solution together that will hopefully work for everybody. That's the idea. Yeah,
0: you can have a solution in mind, but sure. if if people are and this will be the this will be the next part. Sunda's going to talk about. But if people mm-hmm. are reasonable, empathetic, and care about you and your good time, um, they'll also come up with their own solutions to this problem when you explain how you were feeling. So if you come in and you're like, "Hey, um, last game." like a couple of you guys got pretty wasted and like, I was really looking forward to, you know, of like another hour or two of playing. I was really hoping we'd get to, you know, the dragon, you know, at the end of the, you know, at the end of level four and we just kind of like, you know, everything got sloppy and, you know, I know we went and played like some cool Mario Kart or whatever, but like, I was really like my, my goal for coming every week is to play the game. And I really wanted to do that. If we want to have like a social night and hang out and have drinks, like I'm cool with doing that too, but I really like, I like to, I don't like to mix those. Right. Right. And if, if people are like, Oh cool. I like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, I had a shitty week and I just, you know, dove into the, you know, beers and I must've grabbed a couple too many. um, You know, I'll just, you know, as a, as a rule, like I'll just, I'll just cut back. Like I'll just make sure like no more than two beers, you know, during the evening. And that'll keep me from getting like too sloppy or something. You know, that's great. So take it from there. Like, Can Sorry, you not hear this,
1: me? You're frozen. Um, so I'm just going to write down this. <laughs> this
0: episode is doomed.
1: This episode is freaking cursed. You're back now. I was really hoping you'd be back before you finished the sentence, but I don't think you were.
0: <laughs> you're going to have to fish through there. I was quiet, but you're going to have to clean up. uh you got some serious editing to do tonight
1: i don't want to be doing i have other things i have to do tonight i didn't want to be doing this i'm sorry tomorrow i mean i'm gonna be editing an episode on easter i guess is the sorry i'm getting disgruntled i don't know where to pick up from i don't know what you just take said.
0: it from the end of reset <laughs> expectations so talk about the received well received poorly
1: Yeah. So the the key is that if it's if this conversation is received well, um, and people take it seriously, then then you can initiate a change. Right. You can propose a change. You can see how you feel about what you come up with in your negotiations, um, and you can make a decision about you know returning or you know keeping the game going and all of those things. Right. Um, if you're getting pushback or resistance again here, or it turns into um, you know, an argument or people are, you know, throwing up their hands and slamming things down on the table. Fine. Or whatever, like,
0: or if it's dismissive, right? Oh, it's no big deal. Or, you know, Oh, you're blowing it out of proportion.
1: Yeah. Those, all of of those things. things. Right. Um, then, then this may again be just like we talked about in group formation. If people were dismissive or didn't take things seriously or, um, pushed back on you trying to lay down limits that worked for you personally, um, then this is a, this is a moment where, again, you have to talk about or just decide for yourself potentially, do I want to stay in this group? Um, or, you know, as a group, is this particular person, um, not working for our group? Um, do we need to change things up? Do we need to split in half? Like, you know, whatever that is, depending on, um, how the group dynamic kind of falls out, right? Yeah. Um, whatever it is, the goal is to create both safety and alignment on expectations for everybody in the group. Um, so that you can all have a good time again. Like that's, that's really what you want. That's really where we're going. Right. So, um, I think there's also benefit to be had in positioning it like that, right? Like to be able to approach everyone and position from the perspective of like, it seemed like you guys had a really good time the other week. I was happy that you had a good time. Um, I didn't actually have a great time cause I was taking care of you. Um, or whatever it is, right? Like, um, and I didn't really sign up for that that night. Um, You know, you can have those conversations.
0: And and that, all of that, what we just said, also applies to silliness, unfocused, and things like that. You can have that exact same, you know, um, conversation. And it might just be that, hey, we need to cut down table chatter. We need to, you know, not talk out of turn, you know, while we're playing, that kind of thing. It's very much the same conversation.
1: Yeah, um, even just to approach it and say, you know, I was really hoping to run this as a very dramatic game and it doesn't feel like it's going that direction. Um, do you think that we can bring it in as a group and point us in a much more dramatic direction where we kind of limit the silliness or do we need to go play something else that accommodates for that? Because that's apparently just where we are right now as a group, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So put away your um, red carnations on a black grave and break yeah. out your paranoia. Right. Breakout. Same number of same number of (laughs) characters die, different tone.
1: Yes, very different tone.
0: Cool. All right. Cool. Let's wrap this up with a couple of summary points here. Right. The bulk of what we're talking about today, again, we're not talking about substance abuse or whatever. I guess abuse, right? We're not talking about substance usage being bad abuse. I think is, has a connotation. It's bad. So we're not talking about substances being bad or substances at the table being a problem because hell, I have been to con on the cob and run mm -hmm. games, um, run games at a con where it is perfectly acceptable to bring a 12 pack to the table while you're playing. That's not the thing. When what we're talking about here is aligning expectations. As long as everybody's into it. Cool be adults, be safe, don't get hurt, right? That kind of thing. Cool, do your thing. It's when we are mismatched in expectations. It's when somebody's here to have a good time and somebody's here to to play the game and we're out of alignment is where we cause conflicts. So what we want to do in all cases is... In all cases with these kinds of things, if we can set expectations early, that's the best. Um, if we can realign after expectations, after we've noticed a mismanagement expectations after the fact, that's great. And again, like we said, in the moment, in this particular case, because we're talking about um, the use of substances and dysregulated people, it's probably not good to handle in the moment. Um, so don't. like Just divert Um, and wait till a later time to address it. But if you're all on the same page and you're all doing whatever and having fun, rock on. Like, I'm sure there's, I'm absolutely sure out there, there is a group whose social contract includes smoking up before they hit the table and I'm sure they're having a great time.
1: Yeah. But if I were in that group, I would be miserable because I wouldn't be. And I wouldn't, so it wouldn't work for me, right?
0: And, you know, there's my group where, you know, nothing on the table is stronger than an Arnold Palmer, Um, you know, (laughs) an Arizona, literally an Arizona Arnold Palmer. And um, we're doing fine. Right. Um, So it's again, it's not we're not taking an anti-substance stance. What we are talking about here is expectations. Get your expectations aligned. um, Make sure they stay in alignment. And as long as everybody can adhere to those expectations, um, then you're probably going to have a good time. Cool? Cool. All right. We're going to keep this episode on the short side because now that Senda has to do some real editing, um, it takes time. And if we add an extra 15 minutes of show to this, it would be even more painful. So Senda, tell me a show about the, on the Misdirected Mark Network and then we will do a fast close.
1: Okay. So um, if you like this show, you may also enjoy the Misdirected Mark with Phil, Bob, and Jerry. I, I know that guy, Phil, right? <laughs> um Anyway, they go live every Tuesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. my time, aka mountain time, um, to break down and get inside games, game mastering, playing games, and game design in an effort to entertain and inform you. Uh, it's kind of fun to watch live, but if you don't catch it live, you can always catch it on your uh, podcast uh, feeder, whichever one you like. that comes out on Tuesdays.
0: I'm trying to make this thing short here. It's okay. Say send it. Where do people find us on the internet?
1: Well, you can find us on Twitter at Pandas Talk Games. You can find us on the Misdirected Mark forums, which is forums.misdirectedmark.com. You can find us. Uh, where else can you find us? You can find us on TikTok if you can find our, our, our individual Twitter handles. Um, it's like a treasure hunt. Um, or you can drop us an email, panda at And Phil, once they find us in one of those places, what can they do with that information?
0: Send us a question. A question, a um, a topic, uh, anything that's on your mind, Um, if it's um, bugging you or just, you know, uh, you could use a little help with it. That's where we want to come in. I want to bring you some good advice, show you how to frame some conversations about it uh, and give you an idea of what uh, what is going on underneath to make it easier to tackle. Um, doing those things helps you enjoy your games more. And if you're enjoying your games more, you're playing your games more. And if you're the GM, it means you're running more games. And that is what we are here. And all about is running games and keeping games going. Okay. Yep. If you like what we do here or elsewhere, the Active mark network, consider supporting our Patreon campaign. Patrons get the bamboo lounge from this show. the, um, after show from the misdirected Mark and access to the amazing slack room for life. In truth, the slack room is the best thing you get access to. If I'm being, if I'm being totally honest, uh, it is full of great people, lots of great discussions, everything from fantastic recipes. Let me tell you, you will see some good food in that, um, in there. If you choose to hit that channel, um, There are things about news, current events, um, LGBT stuff, kink stuff, um, all sorts of stuff all in our Slack room. And we also have a Friday luncheon on Zoom every week uh, where people just come together um, with their lunch or their second breakfast if you're, you know, towards the Mm -hmm. West Coast. That's me. And um, we just get together and uh, we just chat, talk about game stuff, talk about work stuff, whatever. It's just a really nice um, little connection anyway. Okay. Um, if you're already backing our Patreon campaign, thank you very much. We greatly appreciate appreciate the support. If you are unable to back our Patreon campaign, we totally understand. Send is going to tell you a thing you can do that helps immensely. Um, that doesn't actually cost any money, just a little bit of your time.
1: It's true. It's true. You could leave us a rating or review on apple podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice and that actually helps our like you know how we bubble up in the search results but you could also just tell a friend so if there's someone that you know who would be interested in one or more of the topics that we've chatted about um please just let them know that we exist and we super appreciate that as well we appreciate all of those things um and thank you to so much uh wow wow words thank you so much to everyone who has already left a review or told a friend we appreciate you
0: indeed indeed say senda what is uh what's the next um yummy beer you're gonna try uh at game night
1: <laughs> there's actually a bunch in my fridge because he's so sweet he always brings like multi-packs and show me like what you then got with, i only want got got This show is a joint production of She's a Super Geek and Misdirected Mark Productions, the media arm of Encoded Designs. Show me what you got, hey, show me what you got. Show me what you got, hey, show me what you got. Show
0: me what you got, hey, show me what you got. Show me what
1: you got, hey. Bloop. Clicky. I
0: did the clicky. Hello.
1: We're going to see if the cat makes it through the whole show.
0: Yeah, you look like a Bond villain right now, just like stroking the cat in your lap while you're
1: Podcat. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're not really I the villain. Podcat. You're not really the villain type.
1: I mean, no.
0: <laughs> That's more my job.
1: <laughs> That's more you. That's more your style. Um, yeah. I do
0: not have a cat yet. Yet. Oh, anyway. I-
1: Wow, there were things I was gonna say, and then I just self edited. So we'll just leave it right there.
0: Sure. And
1: uh, and then yeah, we could uh, use we just uh, anyway.
0: (laughs) And we're off and running. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bloop sorry there's i give me one second no elephants
0: <laughs> Bloop. let's pause for a moment <laughs> mark the time oh and go God. let the cat out
1: this show is going to be terrible to edit Bloop. Ugh. okay meow meow i told you you were stuck in here so much editing i don't like having to edit okay <laughs> this is why Can i normally return? record the show with an empty house okay cool